What is up? It's South Beach Nico here in downtown St. Petersburg. I don't know if you can hear the traffic coming by me, but it never stops. Never stops. Um, it's actually a gorgeous day here. No clouds, 75 degrees, no humidity, perfect Florida spring day, um, which means it's a perfect day to do a podcast. And we have a big return guest today. It is Joey. Joey from the cruise ship, Joey from the hangover. Just kidding, he wasn't in the hangover. But we went to Vegas. Um, Joey from the ship's hold. So looking forward to getting together and talking with him. Um, we've got a good three years of friendship now that we have a bunch more stories and a lot of really cool things we're going to talk about. So appreciate you guys listening, and uh, here we go. Joey, take the wheel. We're back at the ship's hold. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you all the money in my wallet right now. And then Anthony, I walk in later, and he puts $100 on the bar. He's like, in advance for your paycheck. Like, just good people. That's, know? I mean, how often do you hear that? People just go right. into their pocket for you. He's, I'll give you everything. And ironically, I don't doubt that, like, Pete would do that same thing for us here. Not only did he have the integrity to do that when, obviously, he took a loss of money, and what I'm sure nobody else tells you is that he bonus each one of his employees. Yeah, I could best describe it working on the cruise ship is it's a phenomenal combination of college, vacation, the military, and prison all mixed <laughs> up into one. So you and I went out to the beach, just the four of us again, and um, I get up a hammock and I put on my two black flip-flops. you're like, hey man, one of those is mine. And so I look at you, I'm like, that's our thing now. Um, I remember listening to Travis Tolbert talk about his place in, I want to say, Austin, which is Nickel City, right? Yeah. So Travis Tolbert and his big claim to fame um, in left New York is everyone who comes in my bar gets greeted with a high five and leaves with a handshake. You're on the same side as the booze. That's really the yeah. sexiest part about it, you know? You yeah, so Joey, you hired the uh, the hottest bar back in town after the other hottest bar back in town retired. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. Just, All we really do is hire hot male barbacks. <laughs> that's, that's our I mean, that's what the ladies want. Hey, me yeah. and Juan, we're, we're both hot. <laughs> Steve's not hot, but... Joey! Are, we gonna, are you taking the wheel again? No, I'm going to let you handle this one. I mean, we are back at the ship's hold. Back where we belong. Back where we belong. The finest bar in St. Pete. Absolutely, man. We um, we actually are, are graced by the hottest bar back in St. Pete. It's voted on every year. This is Tyler Capone. Hello, hello. Good birds. <laughs> Three years running. Three sexiest, years running. Sexiest bachelor bar back. Only when I'm not working. Then he's second. But, <laughs> but he's here. We've got Zeus. What up? Little Zeus. Zeus a little doggy. The general manager of the establishment. He is. Yeah. Zeus is kind of in charge here. Also employee of the month for 24 months running. I saw that, and Zeus just had a birthday. Yep, eight years old. Gosh, eight, eight years, years old. So, speaking of animals, I have a really soft spot because I just got a cat in July, and I love that thing more than anything in my entire life. Cat food for employee of the month. Oh, oh Zeus. Sir. See, there we go. What Zeus what service here at the ship's hold? Sam and his Um. But since we are here and we have the, the portrait on the wall, I do want to say that this episode is dedicated to our dear friend Rooster. Absolutely. He was, um, I only worked two shifts myself with him, but the second one, the first one he trained me, the second one he sat at the bar and just had 
open availability if I had questions. He sat here all night in case I needed anything, and he helped me out so and that much. was pretty much his position almost all the time anyway, yeah. you know. Like he but was, he was incredible. Was guy. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Rooster, Rob, Carmina, um, uh, a St. Pete legend, a, a friend, a colleague, um, passed away last year. Um, but he has been a, a catalyst to all of our success here at the Ship's Hold. And he, you know, now lives here in his forever home and his permanent place, his fixture on our wall and in our hearts. Um, but we miss him dearly and we, and we hope that he's, you know, we know that he's looking over us and uh, um, guiding us with pride. Just one of those genuine people that we all love. And I know it hit St. Pete hard when he did pass away. Um, but we love you, Rooster. We love Rooster's family. And uh, so this Mama episode, Roo. Mama Roo, this episode is dedicated to all of you guys that love Rooster too. Um, but yeah, so we are back, dude. It's been a three-year hiatus. We haven't even talked in three years at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so has it been three years? Since it, three, it was three? 2020. We did our podcast. So two and a half. Okay, two and a half. But either, yeah, God, it's been a long fucking time. Yeah. Good to be back. I'm yeah. happy to be here. This is a long-awaited episode. We've talked about it numerous times. We've talked about it. People have asked about it. Zeus is excited. <laughs> the ladies um, mainly asking about yeah, it. Right, yeah, naturally. Um, <laughs> but, of course, that's not true. Nick and I talk all the time, and you know, he's a regular here, and we take good care of him. He takes good care of us, and that, that's, you know, like a lot of people that uh, – all of you that frequent our, our little place. Um, thank you for your love and, and appreciation. Well, you say regular, but you did employ me. I mean, you're still on the books. <laughs> so I still you, work here. You still work here. You're still an employee. You still get your discount. Oh, perfect. We, yeah, yeah. right. We, uh, so last time we did the podcast, I was just getting into working in the bar industry and it was super fun for me, but I was like, not that experienced. I was experienced enough two years later for Joey to hire me when Mm -hmm. they needed somebody at a bar back. He trusts me enough to do that. And, uh, I had so much fun working here. Like I'll pick up shifts whenever you need me to. Yeah. I, I, I see shifts in your future. Perfect. I love that. But uh, I think the, the the thing that we'll get right into, the catalyst of our working relationship was Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Almost <laughs> two years ago this week, right? Yep, yeah. So do you want to give that story of how we no, got to Vegas? No, lead the way on that. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. So Vita, who we'll talk about later on, um, worked in No Vacancy with me. I got the job at No Vacancy, and I was a little bit three beers in. And she was wearing gold pants. And I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I love your gold pants. I'm buying that for everybody that works here. So we started Gold Pants Wednesday. Anthony, who was our GM at the time, also a dear friend of the podcast. We all love Anthony. Miss you. Love you. We miss you a lot. Um, he was on board. We did that. But he turned that into us taking over a bar in Las Vegas. And you can go from there. Um, so Tim Raines, shout out to Tim. Um, the general manager of the Golden Tiki in Vegas um, was kind enough to invite us onto his his floor and let us kind of take over the bar for a couple of shifts. Um, myself, Anthony, Nick, Mark, and Bita um, all got our chance to bartend behind that bar, and it was really lovely. Nico was gracious enough to bar back for us. Oh, I did both shifts. You we guys had, only did one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you get double tip out. Um, but we really had a wonderful time. It was uh, sponsored by Del McGay and Campari, who have always treated us very well. So thank you for you guys and all your support to Doug and Mika and Chica. Um, 
but yeah, we had a wonderful time in Vegas, and like it, it was, we had so much fun. It was to the point where we got back, and it was like the worst post so depression. depression. It was ever. so depressing. Um, and it was kind of hard to come back from. And I remember like texting you the next day, being like, "Dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm lost in life. <laughs> Can you come by the bar? Well, I'm you working hang out. out with me. I'm just miserable." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I'm walking down the street. I don't know where to go." <laughs> But it was – so can you explain how bar takeovers work? Because Mark would always say while we were in Vegas, explain that. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So um, guest bartending, right? And, and this goes for Vegas or anywhere. And anytime that you're going to hire guest bartenders, we have guest bartenders here all the time. The most important thing is that you're respectful of the staff. You know, you want to make sure that the staff, the people who had those shifts originally, don't lose out. So what we always do, what I've always done is – you don't take any tips. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're there for the experience. You get compensated in some way, whether it's a bar tab or the you know the time or whatever it is. Um, but you want to make sure that you give back to the staff, and the staff should always come first. So we, at the time in Vegas, we didn't take any tips. We gave all of our tips directly to the, to the yeah. staff at the time, and they were very gracious and lovely and, like, took great care of us and showed us the they way made us, around. Like, it was COVID, so they made us, like, custom masks, Dude, and it so was cool. top top drawer and then that like that goes for anything i mean dog bar comes to mind where you know occasionally i'll 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 be behind that bar and i you know it's important that bartenders understand that you know you know you don't you want to make sure you're giving back whether it's to the staff or charity or for whatever the reason but you don't you don't you don't guess bartend to make more money you guess bartend for the experience and the exclusivity of it and the exposure and all of that and then you know the community so that's that's important that i think everyone kind of understands that and everyone doesn't i've never had someone who didn't get that you know right. no one is about the money when it comes to like you know the life friendships that we have so so we didn't make any money we just had a great time can i tell you my experience from it so to go from me being half buzzed up one night and saying i'm buying gold pants for everybody on staff to us in vegas we're having a party time it's a great time and you know i'm drinking a big margarita big daiquiri and I'm thinking this is just going to be a fun party when we take over Golden Tiki. When I walked in and saw that everybody on staff had gold pants, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, the uh, professional photographer is running late. And the customer, like, the first guests I saw were like, oh, the gold pants people are here. I was like, this is a bigger deal than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, <laughs> That was, was the most uh... nerve-wracking thing I've ever encountered. <laughs> Okay, so I'll be honest. I feel like a lot of us kind of knew what was going on, and we left you in the dark because we yeah. didn't know how you were going to react. So we were just like, you know what? Let's let this play out and see and see how the whole thing shakes down. Because um, I had like two months of experience working in a bar at that point. Good. And listen, <laughs> Vegas is that's an intimidating. It's fun, Vegas, you know, it's it's a real deal, and it was Tim. Tim's an intimidating guy, and like you know, the whole the atmosphere of Golden Tiki. If any of you haven't been, like I, I recommend great bar, going. great it's, bar. It's unbelievable. Like the ambiance and like the the top to bottom attention to detail that mm-hmm. they have there is incredible yep. and to be a part of it was really amazing and like i feel so blessed and i still talk about it with so much pride um but of course young little nico had no idea what he was truly no in idea. for no i'm taking a bubble bath like before i get in there just having a good time like yeah there's no big deal we're just gonna work for two hours oh my god it like was... between us i was nervous <laughs> i was nervous walking in there um, well, and I obviously didn't say at the time, but like I was intimidated as fuck and terrified. And if you guys had told me, I probably would have been way more nervous. Right, that's all we did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my god! But it, it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life. Um, just to be able to do that, I was kind of nervous to work with you, work with yeah, Mark. I'd worked with Anthony and Vita before, but I, I hadn't worked with you guys. 
Was that our first working shift? That was our first working wow. shift together. Wow, I didn't know that till now. Yeah. Um, no, we never worked in no vacancy together. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So, like, Mar- you were like, look, if I get direct with you, it's not personal. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the speech I have with everybody. Um, I was like, okay, like, there's enough going on right now, bro. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I am that person, unfortunately, <laughs> I, for better or for worse. I'm just like... I have no time for pleasantries ever, yeah. and I'm just very direct and very abrupt, and, like, it, it's never personal. It's always yeah. just, like, listen, I'm here to make sure that we, similar to a coach, like, I, I want us yep. to play at our best all the time, and, I, you know, I, I have high expectations, and if I'm direct with you, it's because things need to get done. Yeah, um, and which I'm totally on board for. Like, I think you and I share a similar work thing where we're both perfectionists with, if I can do something right, I'm going to do it right. But, yeah. you know, it's it's not really an expectation that everyone else is going to do it right, but you kind of understand it, but also, here's the standard. It's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's, it's, I wish I was better at delivering that message more lovingly, but I'm not, and, then, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> for better or for worse, I, I think my, my friends, colleagues, family, loved ones uh, all appreciate that for what it is. I mean, I think, you know, my girlfriend Vita would tell you, like, you know, yeah, this is Joey, for better or for worse, and it's probably not going to change, and um, that's me. Well, so speaking of Vita, you guys barely knew each other when we went to Vegas. Yeah. What, and what, what happened? Like, what happened? So, yeah. I, <laughs> so, Vita and I had met. Why like, do you have Vita's dog? Yeah. It's our dog. We share, we share a dog and a Jeep and a Tyler and other things. Um, so, Vita's my girlfriend. Uh, we met December of that previous year so like it's like right around the podcast it was yeah right on we actually reference her in the previous podcast yeah. and we're all i say is like oh yeah she's kind of a badass i've really heard of her <laughs> um and we hadn't actually officially met at that point i had only heard of her um but we met here and uh you know i'll give the quick backstory like so i'm sitting here it was a sunday and uh Bita walks in, like, you know, and Bita's, like, this tiny little girl, mm-hmm. and Rob, our colleague, same colleague as the last time we had this yeah. podcast, is like, oh, are you the one that uh, called the head for the bear fights? And she's like, I mean, I'm not trying to take anybody's shit, but, like, what, what's a bear fight? And he's <laughs> like, oh, it's an Irish car bomb followed directly by a Jaeger bomb. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is going to go poorly for this guy. <laughs> and she's like, listen, I didn't call ahead, and I don't want to take anyone's food or whatever or drinks, but, like... That sounds awesome. I'll do that. And me sitting at the bar, I'm like, well, now I'm not going <laughs> to not do that. So, uh, so we did that. And, you know, four hours later, we're back at my house in my hot tub. And then two and a half years later, here we are still, still in love. And, uh, Bita, love you so much. Always. We Thank all you. love Bita. Thank you for letting me be me. And Bita and I have the matching tattoos. We, my first ever we tattoo. We also, me too. I know. Oh, you too? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we do, just not in the same spot. Right. Oh, you and me to have a We actually got yeah. our, ta- our tattoos yeah, together. together. You and I still need to do the flip-flop tattoos. We could do it today. We could. <laughs> the, the There's nothing is, stopping us. It's 2 o'clock young, in the man. afternoon. It's my only day off. Zeus Ooh. is here. He it's my last day it. off. Uh, but yeah, Bear Fights, that is a uh, creation, which last time it was Frenette that we were talking about. Hi, Joey. Hello. Tim. Tim's here. Tim's here. On the podcast. Tim's here, my best bud, my brother, my, my longtime colleague. I've known you way too long, sir. Known me way too long. I always knew he's had to come in with the, a nice uh, greeting. The basis of Zeus my band. Is Zeus is here. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Alleman. Tim. Um, Tim, say hello to the 
all the ladies for the ladies, ladies podcast. How are we doing today? <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always. I realize Tyler's a part of this today. I'm here. He's, he's, he's consulting. He's consulting. Yeah. Which Tyler actually kind of came out with the best deal here. He's eating wings and has three beers in front of him. Yeah. Zeus got salmon out of the whole That's thing. That's true. Yeah, Zeus got salmon. All the first thing Zeus did when he was appointed general manager is he made only salmon as our only option. Oh, was, I mean, he's smart. like, 86 everything. We just sell salmon. <laughs> Love it. Salmon is delicious, Zeus. Salmon boy. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so Tim, uh, just a, a word on him. Um... We've been friends and colleagues for about a decade now. We met originally in New York City. Tim was at Olenny's Times Square Pub in Midtown. I was at Sons of Essex in Soho um, on like a guest shift. Our parents or something, some part of our family knew each other. I'm not sure, I can't remember who it was. Um, but I met Tim, we were both on our way to Hawaii to go work on the cruise ship, which we referenced last podcast. Um, and on the cruise ship, we became friends, roommates, colleagues, and since then have pretty much been inseparable um tim is now the bar manager of uh the galley which falls under uh you know i guess my responsibility right um, and he can buy me beers yes. officially yeah <laughs> 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 um but tim does an unbelievable job he's just he's one of those people that's insanely steady like it's just i i never i never think twice about it he never wavers he's always gonna be um for the people, he's a hospitality expert. He's just uh, very good at what he does. This is the best thing I can. I yeah. can. And he's incredible. I've never had a bad experience with him where he seems overwhelmed. He's an intimidating guy because he, you know, taller, has a beard, bald, and it's like, hmm, don't want to mess with this guy, but like, he's very warm and genuine with people, I feel like. He has a way with words too. He's very good. He does. Yeah, you know, in a way that I couldn't be. Like, I, I'm a little <laughs> more throwback and he's a little more mainstream and like, He's, thank you so very much. You know, he's, <laughs> like he's one of those. Um, but one of the fun things about our relationship is that, you know, Tim Tim was born exactly 10 years and four days before me. Oh, wow. Um, so Tim's birthday is on a day that other people call Valentine's Day. We call it National Tim Alleman Day. Um, <laughs> but February 14th is Tim's birthday. Mine's the 18th. So for years now, we've been celebrating our birthdays together. And it's always a, it's always a special event. So hopefully this... This next uh, this next week, we can take our Sunday off together and have a nice dinner and, and have some fun. Yeah, I was gonna say at the time of this recording, uh, National Tim Alleman's Day is coming up. People, oh, yeah, Why? yeah. <laughs> Zeus, hey Chloe. Chloe is working hard. Do you want to do? Do you want to be on the do podcast? Say hello. Do you want to be on the podcast? Exhausted. She's out of breath. Carrying all that ice. <laughs> is it a hard start? Yeah. <laughs> I don't leave home without it. Why would don't you? Leave home without it. I love that. Wait, Chloe, say hi. Yeah, hi. Come, come say hi. Chloe says hi. Clo- style. Chloe Buckle, <laughs> the lovely, magnificent Chloe Buckle. Yeah. The champion of our opens. Yeah, she is. So, actually, funny story about Chloe, and I'm just gonna call her out. Um, not in a bad way. Um, (laughs) she, uh, I was waiting for you to get here because you said five minutes away, which I knew was about 20. Yeah, I forgot my keys. (laughs) But so I'm sitting at the bar and I'm waiting and I'm like, I'm going to meet Joey. I think we're going next door. Here's my card. 20 minutes later, she walks up, drops a check on my thing. I'm like, you sell my card. And she's like, no, I don't. Goes in her pocket. 
Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> She's like, that never happens. It doesn't. <laughs> that's, that sounds so on brand. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's fun working in the bar industry. And, like, what I appreciate about this place, and I always have, and knowing you, knowing Anthony, knowing everybody that's like a professional, Cat McKenna, shout out Cat McKenna. Cat McKenna, hope she's doing well. I miss you, Cat. Married. Married, yeah. Married. Um, but like, you guys know what you're doing, and here at the hold in the galley, you guys only hire people who know what they're doing, other than me. <laughs> but like, yeah, you were an exception to the rule. Yeah, I know you had to send like this whole thing. I've worked with Nick. I know his work ethic, but he has no background. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, like. From a hiring standpoint, I feel very blessed. You know, it, it's a place that people seek out to work. Um, the hold, I can't even begin to describe it. It's like, you know, the team we have here is is unbelievable and, and pretty much impenetrable. Like, we, we, we're seamless, flawless, and, and like the guys that I work for and work with, um, if you've heard the saying, you know, stand on someone's shoulders and call yourself tall, I do that every day because of the people that I work around. Um, Beat a Robin Bryan, literally incredible. And like, people come in all the time and they're like, man, you know, I've worked in craft for years and I, you know, I would love to work here and I think I have a lot to bring to the, the table, blah, blah. And like, I don't doubt that that's true, but like, if we were going to hire someone, which we aren't, we would go find who we wanted to hire. Right. You, know, like, you had that opportunity. Um, yeah, and that, that goes for both, not just the whole, the galley too. The galley has, yeah. has been a very tight knit family for a really long time. Yeah. And like, you know, even. Even for barbacks to come up to bar, bartender positions is a very big deal for us. You know, we, we have one in transition right now, Juan, and, and I'm proud of him, and he's doing well, and I want to see him succeed, and we're going to make sure. And, and the truth is, I'm really hard on him. Like, I'm really, yeah. I'm really hard, I'm harder on him than I am the bartenders that have been here for a long time because I have high expectations. I want to see him do well, yeah. and I think that that's important. Um, so, from a hiring standpoint, very blessed. Um, the staff is unbelievable. I. I can't say enough about it. I really can't. Like best it, staff in town. The best, best be- staff in definitely town. Definitely best staff in town. 100%. Um, the way we run things is, is a little bit unconventional. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit, um, you know, we don't have servers here. The bartenders run the whole show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the stakes are high. The expectations are high. And they always fucking deliver. Yeah. Um, just in the past couple of years, I mean, we've took on one or two. But, like, Jason Youngkin, my God, like, what what beast. an absolute beast. Awesome. Like, we, we hired him. And I, I him and I grew up together. And, um when he was when he was interested like i didn't have a job for him at the time but there was no way i was going to miss that opportunity because he's one of those people that like i look at and i'm like my god now's the, you gotta I, hire now's the time it's gonna work out even now i see the way he works and i think to myself i want to be just like you yeah. like I, I really feel that way about him even like you know i may have come a little little bit different path in my career and i'm a little more craft than he is but in terms of managing a room there's nobody better and I feel that way about a lot of people that work here yeah um, it's in I can speak like just as the podcast host I guess right now Joey doesn't just speak like this on the podcast he genuinely day to day when we just have conversations not being recorded that's what he says like the same exact tone same exact words he's very genuine with his job which is cool because like people need if I could find that happiness like in any job that's amazing and I'm envious yeah, no. Listen, this this is this is my life, truly. And like, I think anyone would tell you that like, I'm here more than I probably should be anyway. But this is my home, you know. This is my baby. I'm proud of it, um, and it means a lot to me to see it through. And and that's so much of that 
trickles through, I think, into the staff. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud that they care as much as they do, and they, they do everything they do. And, and, and um, it's amazing for me to be able to stand behind them. And that's really how I see myself. You know, I think about it all the time. As you know, people start to publish us and talk about us more. Mm-hmm. Everything from Chilled Magazine to USBG to um, I Love the Berg and, and different, you know, different Instagram stuff and for ladies, as, podcast. yeah, and for the ladies and and like. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting for me how I how I view myself a couple of years ago is now kind of how I view my staff. Like I want to see them on the front lines, and like it's really important to me that they get the recognition they deserve, and because they do, they work there so fucking hard, and yeah. like nothing has changed. If, if anything, it's gotten even like more progressive than the last time we spoke. Like like I think on the last podcast, I I talked about how you know. Rob was putting in 40 hours behind the bar and then 40 more at home yeah. and that is still the same fucking case it's just times three because Brian Brian Fuller Pete Gorgzada and Rob Cameron to Brian too, all do man. that and we'll, get to, we'll get to Brian later yeah. because I have a lot to say on the subject <laughs> I um, love that I love that <laughs> um, Brian uh, I'm absolutely still even now terrified of me too um, scariest yeah, guy I've ever worked he's, with he's a scary dude <laughs> um, in a good in only the best way just because he's so absolutely brilliant yeah um, but they all are they, they, they all yeah. in their own way um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I appreciate to no end the work that goes in and how hard these guys work and how much they care um, and to put their own their own time and effort and like train of thought and mind into everything that we do here it's, it's a special thing and it's it's the reason we've come as far as we have so as like what is your official position now by the way joey got a promotion guys uh so okay <laughs> you can call it a promotion I, I think it's more of a forced promotion um <laughs> with no like disrespect intended joey's too good at his job um, oh, no no, no <laughs> it's, it's not that it's, it's it's it needed to be done you know it's yeah. some someone so i guess my official title which i don't love is director of operations um, I, I'm going to stay with beverage director because that's more of what I do anyway. But when we did um, the last podcast, you had just started here. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> to think that that's, it's, it's been such a, a roller coaster of, you know, emotions and changes. But, um, so my, the skinny of it is I am the beverage director of the galley that chips sold. And that's what I want to be. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the staff I've built and the things we put together. Um, my responsibilities are all over the board. I mean, it, this past year, learning the kitchen was a big deal for me because it was like the one thing that I had never really done. You know, I, I, I came up as a bar back under my father, hmm. yep. um, and I, I hadn't really, you know, ever been over a flat top or been, been on a fryer. And like, um, so learning that was really an interesting, interesting twist for me. And it, I feel good now that I, I know a different aspect of the restaurant industry. Um, but I guess I'm still I'm still really focused on making sure that the front of house is is continued to continuing to deliver right. and push the lines on what's possible and expectations and and really just you know continuing to be progressive is important and I'm honestly very happy with where we are right yeah. now. Um, if you would have told me this time two years ago that we'd be where we are and like the hold would be so busy and nonstop that we're batching pretty much every cocktail we make under Brian's supervision, I don't think I'd have believed you. Yeah. Um, but it's come a long way, so. 
So let me ask you a question. When you're managing people, like now that you're a little bit higher up than just Joey that came over from No Vacancy, um, do you, I, and I think I know the answer to this, but do you want people to show up to work and want to do a perfect job because they are perfectionists but also don't want to let you down and not be afraid of you? That's why they want to be a perfectionist. Like, you know, there's a difference there. Sure, I mean, like, like, listen, is this is this the Machiavelli question? Like, better to be feared or loved? Like, <laughs> right, that's yeah, not basically, yeah. Um, no, for me, I want. You, you can't like make a staff want to want it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't, I can't force anybody to want to do a good job. But I think leadership is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it can be taught. Um, but I do my best to lead by example. Um, and I think any one of these guys knows that I would absolutely die for them, mm-hmm. um, guys or girls. Um, and the truth is, I haven't had to answer this question in a really long time because they really do want it. Yeah. They, they, they want to do well. Like they, they, they want it for themselves. They want it for the restaurant. I don't think they want it for me. They, they, they see what we stand for. They see how far we've come. And like they're right there. They're, they're a part of a... Uh, you know, a Rolling Stone type situation and everybody has something they bring to the table, which is, we talked about it last time, like, I love that a staff is different. Like, I I never expected everyone to be rock stars and I think we're a great example of that. Um, But I guess the, the, at the end of the day, everyone is accountable to each other and that's very beautiful but also profound. Um, And I think they hold each other to that standard that I don't want to say I put in motion, but I try to uphold and, and lead by example and, and, and um, I guess set the tone for. Yeah. Um, does that answer your question? It does. And no, actually it was better than I thought it was going to be because not that I thought it was going to be bad, but you answered it in a better way that gave me a new perspective. I mean, for example, like I, I talked to my boss the other day and I was like, look, I'm, I'm super OCD. If, if I'm trying to do good at my job, it's because I don't want to disappoint you because you trust me. You know, if somebody trusts you to do something as an employee, that's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of people can take advantage of it, but I'm not, you know, it's, and I think that, yeah, no, no. And and I feel that way about my staff too. I I think, you know, and I do, I put, listen, sometimes, and the higher up it goes, the more, uh, I don't want to call it a burden, but like the heavier load it is. Mm -hmm. And I do, I think employers would do better to to trust people more. Yeah. Because you know what? Which is hard though because sometimes people will really not let you down. Yeah. You know, and I and I feel that way about a lot. Listen, the burden that Tim Allen bears and the responsibilities he has is probably lost on a lot of people. And he'd never tell you or talk about it right. and you never hear about it or see it. But it's it's enormous, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um and he never lets me down. And, no, and, and honestly, none of the staff do. They, they all come in ready. And, and you know, I, I talk to a lot of other people in town about, you know, this exact subject. And uh, I always feel very blessed leaving those conversations because I'm just like, you know what? When they're here, they're ready. Mm-hmm. They, they know what to do. They know how to do it. They, they have a vision. Like, for me, it's similar to, like, you know, envisioning success like uh, every time I come to work I have an idea of how I want it to go yeah and I think I've instilled that in them and they uh, you know they, they carry that with them and they, they come in and they they will it to happen 
You know what I mean? Like, like they they know how they want it to go, and they pretty much dictate it, which is beautiful. I think the so the first shift I ever worked here, I was intimidated mainly by your Vegas conversation with me about <laughs> if I get snippy with you. Um, you can get snipped. It's fine, which I've I've been snipped at by people. Like it's fine, but um, like I knew the expectation, how it was gonna go. Like it should be a, you know. We're going to make this night as great as we can. There's a high expectation, which is great. Um, the only thing I didn't expect was Brian being so calm all the time. I did not know how to approach that. Ma'am. Because I thought, I was like, oh my God, there's something going on here right now. <laughs> so to understand it, I think I probably have to better explain. Yes. Because you know the, about the dynamic. Too. So Brian Fuller, um, unbelievable. Like, like, I can't say enough about the guy. Just uh, uh, the silent assassin, <laughs> cool as a cucumber, but absolutely brilliant. And I guess the best way I can describe it is the, the dynamics of the hold and the team that works here is you have me, Beta, and Rob, who are at this point now I would call us seniors. Rob and I kind of – Rob founded the place. Yeah. I joined Rob. We turned it into something – we hired Beta on. She was lovely and filled in an unbelievable void and continues to fill that void. Gold Panthers. And then, yeah. And then we hired Brian. And we knew coming in, like, we weren't sure how much we would have or be able to, like, offer. And it was important that he was behind this far because we knew his talent, right? Um, and then as we got a little busier and it got more progressive, Brian became more and more involved. And as that happened, it became very real to all of us how bright and talented and smart Insane. he is. Insanely. And even to a point to where, like, it almost intimidates me. It, does, <laughs> it, it, it yeah. intimidates me, like, every day. <laughs> and it's kind of like we have this, this fun thing where, like, Beta Rob and I will, like, whether it's making a drink or making a joke, you know, let's let's take a joke an example. Like I'll, I'll try to make Beat and Rob laugh, and if they laugh and they think it's funny, I'm like, well, I'll try this on Brian. And if he thinks it's funny, then it's the real deal. Yeah, right. Brian is the last line of defense. Like, so if Brian says a drink is good, it's, it's fucking good. good. Like, you know. So and then that's kind of like our, our our thing. And like, I feel like in a, a lot of ways we're all like fighting for his approval. Yeah, no, um, honestly, he is the most like stone face. If he's gonna listen to you, which is intimidating, but he might not react to you at all. Yeah, he's, I'm very, used he's to, calculated. We're all used to people reacting. Yeah, no. He he brings a dynamic that that's very different than you know. Rob and I are emotional. It's but truly... he he is one of the coolest people I've ever met. And actually, the first shift I've worked was with his lovely girlfriend Cassandra, who also works here as a bartender. Yep, she works here as a bartender, and she's amazing too. Like amazing duo. The two they're of them. like dynamic um, duo right there as a couple that works together. You guys do. I'd love like, to say they're the best couple that works here, but you know. Oof, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's kind of funny. We've had an amazing success with yeah. that, which is not normal, I know. That's not right? common. Like, that's not common by any often. means. Like, um, it's, for some reason, it just worked out for us, which I don't know. I don't know if I'd recommend it because I feel like it's it – could be you run, you run a risk, but we've always – I mean, Trevor and Rachel also a wonder, still, still kind of like to some capacity what they were here last night. Yeah. With us now, and that they've done a great job. Cassandra and Brian, John and, Blue, and me and Peter. It's, it's never a problem. My proudest moment always when it comes to this like borderline awkward conversation is when a guest will tell me like, "Hey, so like, what's her deal? Is she single?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, she's single." 
And then, like, as we get to know each other, we become friends. I'm like, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> and then they're like, really? We had no idea. And I'm like, yeah, we, we, we're we professional. You know, we keep it together. And as I was listening to our old podcast from 2020, back in the day, you talked about how you and your girlfriend on a ship would, like, send each other people yeah. to different bars. Like, you're at the beer bar and... Like, hey, I really like that girl at the wine bar. Just to, like send people down. Yep. <laughs> She'd be like, really, I like him too. Go back up to the bar back or the beer bar. Like, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. At Leah, Leah Brooks. <laughs> she's, she is. I hope she's doing well. I think she's in Montana now. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I don't know. It, for whatever reason, I've just been blessed with employees that carry themselves really well. You yeah. know, like they're. It seems like a loose term, but they're very good at their job. Vita's very fucking good at her She's job. She's so good. You know, Cassandra's very good at her job. Very like, good. Um, she had a better resume than, than I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but I mean, Facebook message. just on, a, on like a closing note on the subject, um, Brian, if you hear this, God, I, I couldn't be happier with being able to work next to you. Um, absolute blessing, and I and we all I speak for everyone when I say that because like yeah. me, Robin, Vita, uh, I don't know if Brian knows it or not, or even cares to know it, but like, what an absolute treat to work next to that man. Hundred percent. And my last closing subject on the ship's hold. If I'm bar backing again at the galley, can you like move the wine racks smaller? Yeah, I have a hard. time. I can't really reach those. Listen, the, the trick is you got to take a take a bar spoon. Scoot it over. That's that's the trick. Bianca method. Yeah, the young, young, little Yonkel Duke. Yeah, we're going to take a little break here on For the Ladies podcast. we got Joey Frasco, Zeus, and the hottest barback in St. Pete, Tyler Capone. We'll be right back. Uh, we are back, everybody, For the Ladies podcast here with Joey Exotic. <laughs> Which, oh, that's right. Yeah, that name's kind of outdated now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we actually decided not to end talking about the ship's hold um, because we need to talk about the future. And Joey is very passionate, has ideas, and I honestly want to hear them. And I know you guys do too. So, okay, so it's really not about ideas. It's, it's more of an ideal, I guess you would say, right? Like, and from conception, the place has always been a humble home for folks like us that, you know, work hard in the, in the hospitality industry and, like, not that it's limited to that, but, like, we take care of our people. It's a place that like-minded folks can get together and enjoy a drink or a time and not kind of deal with the same shit they dealt with all day long at their own job, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. And from conception, it was really important to us that we delivered that without exception, you know? And then that's why we have $3 Natty Lights and $5 shots of Fernet Bronco. Which those have not gone up since the last time we recorded, which is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and we talk about it more often than you probably think, you know? Like, <laughs> obviously, the world is different now, even in the past year. Like, it, and we, Tyler and I on the way here, we're talking about the price of fucking chicken wings. How it's, it fluctuates. Oh my it's, gosh. it's wild. Yeah. Fryer oil. Like, it's nuts. It's insane. Um, but we want it to be, you know, it, it's important that our people have that option and you can come here and get a $3 Natty Light you can get a $5 shot of Fernet Branca and you can get an $18 Manhattan that you will get nowhere else in the world that Rob infused with homemade fucking it's marble rye bread going to be in so a way well-crafted. that you would never believe so like, well crafted um, and that's important and that's that's really what we stand for and we're proud of that you know 
Um, as far as the future, your question, you know, I, it's been kind of a roller coaster the past couple months. Um, we've gotten published three times. I'm proud of that. Um, well, I guess totally not yet, but the first publication was in uh, I Love the Berg, and it was a well written article. Love those guys. Is that a website? Um, I think it's an Instagram page. Okay, cool. I so, love the Berg Instagram, Instagram page. page. Yeah. Check that out. Um, yep. Talks about the hold. Um, they asked me to do a follow-up article, so look forward to seeing that. And that's going to be based on the bartenders, which is even more important Very, to me. Really and, cool. and, and it's my proudest moment, you know, to see these guys shine. Because they – I can't say it enough. They fucking deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Chilled Magazine, we did a uh, three-course pairing dinner um, last week on a Monday. And it, it went off unbelievably well. Um, Rob did all the food as the fucking absolutely creative genius that he is. He is. He's like um, up late cooking food. Oh my god! He's, it's. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm so thankful for our relationship and, and, and like to watch Rob grow and develop over these past couple of years has been like a, a absolute piece of joy for me. Um, and he's really at his happiest over the stove. You know, I gotta yeah. tell you, like I it, can it, imagine. whether he's cooking down onions to make a ridiculous like mushroom onion shrub or he's actually making food um but the the way his mind works is so interesting and so like from a from a superior standpoint is so fun for me to cultivate and like to give him the freedom that he absolutely needs and deserves um to make those awesome things happen and like you know this week we had we had ed hamilton who is like, like I, I can't begin to like scratch the surface of how proud I am of all of this, but like Ed Hamilton, the minister of rum mm. of the world, like not of Florida or the States. This is a person the world. who's like one of the top five most sought after rum experts, enthusiasts of the fucking planet is in here telling me that our syrup shrub infusion program, spirit program is bar none and he's blown away and this is a man who's been doing it for 50 fucking years that's incredible and to sit here and tell me that like this is the best falernum i've ever tasted and this is a tiki expert this shrub this ridiculous onion caramelized onion shrub i don't know how you did it but i need more of it Hmm. and to tell me that and beta's thai basil and brian's pineapple gas streak and he's trying all these things and he's like one by one blown away it's like i couldn't be happier for the program to have that kind of like and it's listen it's not always easy because you know as big of a city as as it is not everybody gets it right yeah 100 and and it it bothers me because like I, i keep coming back to the fact that these guys put so much work in and i worry that they you know don't get notoriety get overlooked maybe yeah right and you know like people like oh great drink like this tastes like kind of like salad dressing like whatever (laughs) um but like truly the thought the thought and the care and the love that goes into it is appreciated by those guys and if you're telling me that ed hamilton is in here the ed hamilton a person whose book resides behind this bar is telling me that some of the best shit he's ever tasted in his illustrious 50-year career is here I'm I'm dead. I'm dead. That's all I needed, and I hope that the team realizes that. Um. So I mean, I love that, and the creation that comes into working 
in this industry is very much overlooked a lot, especially like high profile like this is. But people go to a bar, they're like, yeah, no, I'll do a, uh, a natty, for example, because we're having one. But, like, which is totally okay, too. Which is totally fine. But if you want to have like Rob's cocktail that he's concocted that day, it might be the best thing you've ever had and could be on a, a menu in Vegas or Los Angeles or Dubai at some point. Sure. Because people are thinking outside of work and mixing different things. It's not just like, oh yeah, go to a bar to get drunk. It's like people actually care. They're trying to make your experience better when yeah. you get to a spot. And listen, it can be. Like, it totally, you can go to a bar and get drunk. I'm fine yeah. with that. Like, yeah. everyone has something they want, right? Yeah. If you want to come here and get drunk, I'll do it with you. It's fine. <laughs> like, but it's important that at least the effort is respected, I think. Yeah, I you know? think. And the effort here is very high. Very high. Yeah. Um, even, like, my first shift here working with Tyler, the barback, the hottest barback in town. That's me. Um, it was, he was like, what do you need? I'll do it with you. Like, let's go. I'll show you. Like, make it to up to that standard, whatever you do today. But um, what do you think, like, we wanted to touch on ownership real quick. Pete, Ian, how is that progressing you to where you want to take this bar? And where do they want to take this bar? So, let me start by saying this. You know... Pete's, Pete's the front man, and he, he was a lot more involved on a day-to-day level when I first started. And, you know, like, for lack of a better term, he, he really took a leap of faith. Like, he took a leap of faith on me. Mm-hmm. And without a resume or, or much more than meeting me, he gave me an opportunity that I think not many people have. You know, I talk to beverage directors all the time that don't have buying power, you know? Right. And... I still remember like it was yesterday he kind of told me he was like listen man I want you to make it your own I know you know what you're, I know you know what you're doing and like I understand that you and I share a vision and, and I think that you can do this as long as we're making money I'm not going to get in your way so like truly do it and like to hear that from a beverage director standpoint was one you know a bit intimidating and like kind of weird but also like freedom yeah. holy shit like who else can say that right. true freedom like, and that was three years ago and change. And to his to his compliment, he's literally never once either of them, Peter Ian, have never once come back on that promise. So and let me I ask feel you. Like sorry, blessed. I feel I feel so blessed. So let me ask you this: if if you go to them and you're like, I have this idea, they're open to the idea. It's not immediate, like, mm, or they they trust that you have an idea because you've thought about. If I go to Pete and Ian and I say I have an idea, they are already elated. Like, mm-hmm. they are excited. So, uh, to say that they'll hear me out is an understatement. Yeah. Like, if I pretty much say I have an idea, they're like, yeah, you probably should do it then. Like, just go ahead and... I mean, we've come a long way, obviously, from the first day I was hired till now. Um, and I think that, like, truly, we talk about it all the time. I mean, listen, Pete and I will have drinks and, like, commiserate together half the time. But we, we absolutely share a vision and an understanding of what we are and moving forward, where we're going. Um, and I think that we are just really, we have a copacetic relationship. We're, we're happy to be together, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm happy to be here and I, I don't want to be anywhere else. So I'm, I'm, people ask me all the time, you know, it's just like, so what's the plan, man? You're going to like go open this or that or whatever. And like, how could I, how could I leave? Right. So much of my soul is here. 
that's good. I mean, like, honestly, that you found a spot that has such, like, passion with you. But explain, for anybody who hasn't heard the first episode, what, like, Pete actually owns and Ian owns. Like, it's not just, not um, just the hold. Not okay. just the galley. So, Pete and Ian are the owners and founders of the galley with, you know, obviously the other partners that really are important. They're the... They're yeah. the they're the main two. Right? Shout out to them, though. So, sh- of course, Ian Taylor people and <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I, I think everybody who's going to listen to this probably knows them or knows of them. But, you know, we have an unbelievable relationship and I'm, I'm proud to be part of the family. Um, but anyway, they founded the galley six years ago. Um, this, our anniversary was this past week. Um, and then the hold three years later. So our our, uh, our anniversary is coming up on uh, on St. Paddy's Day. Believe oh, it or not, nice. we opened this place on St. Paddy's Day three years back um, <laughs> and then not much less than a year later, I joined the team, which at the time was only Rob, and we took it from there. Um, so, um, fast forward one more year to right before COVID, Pete bought and uh, established Mary Margaret down the street. Irish town. So in a, in our ownership group, we have the you know we have the galley, which is you know the kitchen, the restaurant, the the kitchen of the ship. You have the holds, which is like the cocktail, more bar bar type thing, and then you have Mary Margaret to the Irish pub, mm-hmm. which is like a pub. proper Irish pub in every sense. Like you know, Very everything much so. from like stained glass to the Guinness proper pour to all of that, and and you know the the we. The Wee Jameson and like oh, it's, <laughs> I love going there personally. I, I, it is really a nice spot. We've been there together. <laughs> that's actually physically where I was hired, and you know, oh, wow. Pete, Pete being there and you know, like us both agreeing like this is a special thing, a special time, and we, we want to be together in this. And like it was a cool, it was a cool moment for both of us. I think. Do you see like expanding to more bars in the future? Um, I, Just I, from I don't want to. Don't you? You don't have to say anything. I will explain it to Pete why I ask the question. I don't want to give it away too much, but oh, yeah. there will be there will one hundred percent be expansion. Okay, love that. Which I mean, I don't think Pete's ever missed. Honestly, like anything you guys do in this company has been top notch. Like the service, the people, the quality, everything has been amazing. One of the cool things about Pete is, in like the years I've worked here, I've only ever seen him pull like the veto card, like the this this what I say goes like one time. Yeah. Um, and everything we do is calculated, thought out. We talk constantly. We talk shop. We talk nonsense. We talk personal. Like we talk every day, and everything we do is an immense amount of uh, thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't just kind of shoot from the cuff, you know? Yeah. It's not like, I feel like like opening a new bar today. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's never, you know, it's, it's, it's conversations about the theme and the build out and the name, like all all of it comes into effect, you know, location, um, and like structurally how it's going to work. And then of course, Ian is, is the, the absolute like visionary when it comes to incredible with that stuff. Yeah. Ian, for anyone who doesn't know, I guess no one knows. No, probably Ian not. He's sneaky. took the bones, <laughs> the bones of everything that he's deconstructed over the past couple of years. The the old bars of St. Pete, Moon Underwater, Independent, and made a home bar in his house, literally overnight, or in his shop, literally overnight. And it is a fully functional, pouring, 
wet bar that could have service. Who could do that? Like if we had a liquor license, we could literally open it today. Yeah. Um, which is fucking house. wild. Yes. <laughs> but like it's just it's, and he did it and he takes me the pictures and I was like, where is this? What yeah. the hell? What what? You have a like a fully operational Guinness wielding cocktail bar. Yeah. And I don't know about it. And he's just like, oh, well, me and Kyle took the money we made from whatever and just built this. And shout out to Kyle. I honestly don't know Kyle's last name, but <laughs> but he's Ian's partner and he's fucking lovely. Um, but the two of them, if you're listening to this podcast and Which you go you. to bars in St. Pete, if you're sitting at one now, there's a pretty good chance Ian Taylor built it. And so I did not know that about Ian. Like I'd seen him at, at the hold, at the galley, and we'd never really talked, but you know, we knew, hey, how's it going, man? He's such a humble cat. He is. You know, and we like, talked when I was like, tell me about yourself. And he told me everything he's done. I was like, I need to have you on my podcast was the first dude, thought. Because yeah. you have such a crazy story and visionary for everything that you do. I'm proud to call him a friend and partner, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love Are you Facebook friends with him? Uh, yeah. I oh, okay. So. Me too. I was trying to brag. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Ian. And so, yeah, so that's the dynamic. And, Kyle. and like, it, it's cool because, you know. Ian and Pete have a similar relationship as Tim and I, you know, like... Tim that's sitting on the floor petting Zeus right now? Oh, oh my God, I'm not even there. <laughs> um, you know, Tim, Tim is just absolutely steady, and Ian is never wanted the spotlight kind of a thing, and, mm-hmm. like, Pete's a very, like, front man, like, run yeah. the show, and, like, a little bit more boisterous and loud, and that's me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with every good front man, you gotta have your supporting cast, and for, for Pete, that's Ian, and for me, that's Tim. So something I've seen, like, just in my career, which obviously I don't talk about what I do at my normal job, but what I think is essential to a job in, like, running an industry is people realizing their role and not trying to differentiate from, like, if they understand where they're meant to be, which I understand where I'm meant to be in my role, I think that's essential. Yeah. You can have, like, somebody who's behind the scenes. You can have somebody who's the frontline guy talking to people i think that's a really understated thing about business is people who don't understand the world like if i try to be back at the house can't do it yeah not gonna be me it's gonna suck um yeah i think it goes back to you know talking about the the what it takes to build a staff you know Mm -hmm. sean kenyon's words like you need leaders and followers and exceptions to both and more importantly than that they have to know their role and I think you know for the most part I'd love to sit here and tell you like oh you know because I, I do I do appreciate transparency like I, I I always try to be as upfront as I can with anybody um, but it seems like the structure of our business from ownership to management to everything else almost sorts itself out and I'm not saying that like like that's the right way to do it Mm -hmm. right yeah it just for some reason works for us and it's almost like the organic staff in and of itself creates it does that make sense no 100% Um, to me it makes sense yeah like it, it everyone has the role they fall into and they accept it maybe they don't but like ultimately it wields yeah they adapt like that's a better word exactly um and then it evolves into like this very beautiful thing because like i think people realize their strengths 
more yeah. in that regard, right? Like, I think that when you're in a position of leadership and you realize you probably shouldn't be there, you start to be like, oh, shit, this mm-hmm. probably isn't my role. Um, and then when you're in a position of, like, taking orders or getting things done, you're like, this is much more my speed, and that's cool, yeah, too. It's where you want to be in that. Um, yeah. Right, and, and, and listen. Nothing wrong with All it. of that is important. Like, yeah. there's, there's no not important, important role. Um, but I'm very blessed to, to really have all aspects and like from literally ownership down, you know, that there, listen, there are plenty of moments where like, Ian will be like, Hey, I'm way out of this conversation. This is, this is not my speed. Yeah. Um, and then vice versa, you know, like yeah. it, it's totally like, you know, we all have our moments. Um, but I think in that capacity, this is, I know in that capacity that this is the best place of rewards where we have that yeah where oh we, no I, I see that it. that understanding right and I see like, it. it it was like when you had talked to me about bar backing here it was not like hey man like I want to try bartending there I knew where I would fit, it, fit right. in I'm going to be a bar back there which is great <laughs> like that's my speed because I know everybody else is like fit into their level of where they need to be right yeah um, but, we're, we're proud of that we really are I'm, I'm proud of it you know from a person you know between Tim and I who essentially built the staff yeah um and we love it and and i will support any of them in any regard like you know if, if tyler wants to go be a fucking brand manager for bacardi like i'm absolutely gonna support that you know um, um yeah i mean you guys have a lovely staff who are very perfect at what they do but also very personable um but do you want to bring tyler in for his firing interview so before <laughs> i fire tyler i i kind of what i think what I would love to get is like the outside opinion. Like I, yeah. I want to hear what oh, yeah, Tyler, Tyler thinks. Swing around here. Yeah, it depends. I kind of uh, feel like we should trade seats. Yeah, yeah. Jump seats. on in. What do you want my opinion on? I have all the opinions. On everything we talked about. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think for starters, the galley itself has, in my opinion, I you know I haven't been in the industry too long, but I think we have the best staff from top to bottom, pretty much in this town. Like anywhere I go. Any bar I go, anytime I try to bring a friend anywhere into town, I'm like, let's just go to the galley. Anytime I want to do anything, I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. Even when you don't want to, right? I like- work, I work. you know, there will be days where I work five, six days in a row, and they're just all garbage shifts. But I'm like, you know, on my day off, I just want to go back there. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. good. The food's so good. The service is so good. The dr- We have Natty on tap. People are absolutely blown away by that. <laughs> like, we have five million rums in the hold. Oh, my God, yeah. And that's just the hold. Like, the hold at Montenegro. Nobody likes it except me, but, I, you know, just everything about the place itself. It has its own little niche uh, ship kind of theme, and people are very enthralled by that, and they love it. You know, there's, there's maps of Florida. People love that. There's maps of this and that. There's all these kind of – there's just so many bottles. There's so much going on. There's a snow globe collection at the hold. People love this place. The snow gloves are very understated that people don't notice. They're just like, people try to steal them. People try to steal them like assholes. But everything about this place is great. And, you know, there's there's not too much going on ownership wise. There's not too much going on management wise. Uh, You know, everybody's kind of in their own lane and playing their own role in in a way. And um, it's just built an amazing, amazing staff. I mean, look at the dishwashers. We have great dishwashers that show up. We have. We don't have we have one I think food runner, but she shows up when when she's feeling uh, healthy. Enough shout out to the lizard. Um, lizard. Everybody, I, I just I, I get along with everybody on the staff, and it's so odd because I go to other ple- people's places, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm working with this girl, or I'm working with this guy, and they have so much like 
contend, like hate for for each other, and yeah. they're working along. I mean, you guys are supposed to be a team. You guys are supposed to be like family, and you guys go hand in hand. And not many places have it like like we do. Even when I go back up to Jersey, when I go back home, I see how bars operate, and it's very just everybody's very on their own, and it just it, it makes me feel a little weird. Like I'm just so glad to be here, and so glad Pete also gave me a chance. Pretty much during COVID, uh, I think pretty much right when COVID hit. Um, my sister moved me down here, and he just—he's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I don't need—I don't need to see much. You can start right away." And um, just, you know, a lot of trust to really just give somebody, even if they were starting off as a food runner slash bar back. I love it. Joey trusts me with his life, uh, even though he shouldn't. Uh, now, did Joey hire you? No, Tracy. No. Shout out to Tracy. Tracy, Missed yeah, Tracy. we haven't shouted out Tracy yet. Um, I love Tracy a lot. We and all I miss love her Tracy so much. And Randy Lamas. I love the llama. Um, Joey's talked about it before, but we have to make a trip down there to see them. Puerto Rico. Um, is it Puerto Rico or is it? St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Oh, St. Thomas, even better. Uh, Thomas, Thomas. Baby. I've been once. I'm ready to go back. Yeah, she she got me the spot. She, her and Steve Garrett, shout out to Steve Garrett. He um, he pretty much he kind of helped me get introduced to this to the job. Stephen and Garrett. Stephen and Garrett, the uh, the regular manager. Um, yeah, they got they got me my start here, and uh, I'm forever thankful for them and Joey and Pete and Ian and everybody that's in here. Even you know, even people that are new like Isabella, anybody that's kind of just helping me along this road, uh, I love them all so much. Hell yeah! So can I just make a comment though <laughs> that I have not worked at this place for about a year, but I'm still in the group chat. Thank you. Don't kick me out, please. No, you're good. No. Everybody's late every day. <laughs> <laughs> You know who's not? Me. Yeah. I've never seen true. Tyler say, hey, Tyler's I'm trying to park. We know too. you're not parking. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. 658, 659, 701. Those, Please, those if you times. work at the galley in the hold, be on time, guys. <laughs> like the consistency it's not a... at which Tyler is on time is the same exact consistency at which Pete is. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, Where I was you... sitting here one day and, like, Pete was 20 minutes late. And Shane was like, so I guess Pete is working tonight. <laughs> Very yin and yang, if you will. The other day I pushed her back to 11 p.m. And she managed to be late. <laughs> How's it even possible? Oh, my God. But, yeah, people are never on time at this place. Typical. Which, Very I mean, all, all bars. That's yeah, not, like, yeah. just here. It's not it's, all, all It's kind of funny, though, how it works. But, <laughs> yeah, I love everybody here, man. But, but yeah, so it's, Tyler, it's all about communication. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's good in the group chat, but for me, it's entertainment. You're like, oh, he's late, she's late, like, she's late, he's early. Late. I talk about it all. Oh, no, the parking situation is really something. <laughs> the parking situation in St. Pete is really something. But you should know that, and as you, if you know that, you should anticipate something happening so you know come a couple minutes earlier you so you're think. not four minutes late you know but Man. you would think wow what are you gonna do maybe you should be a manager <laughs> i don't think so but um but yeah so tyler's like gave his whole resume how much he loves this place but yeah you gotta fire him right yeah yeah i'm out of here it's imminent <laughs> which people listen to this in like 70 countries or something like that so everyone's gonna know somebody has to hire me if you listen if you uh are in a spanish-speaking country and you need a bar back let me know i'm ready to move in very he, handsome curly hair he used to be the hottest bar back in st Pete. i'm up yeah i'm out i'm out there anymore uh, i'm up there though I'm, I'm one of the i'm not the best but i'm not one of the, i'm not the worst so. all right so all jokes aside what i really i love to get like your take on the dynamics that are the ship's hold. Tell us, tell us your take on the team and what we do here. Because you get, I mean, you see it firsthand. Yeah, uh, Rob is Rob is the funny, energetic jokester, a little sarcastic. Beta's the the hot girl behind the bar that some sadly enough people don't take as much, as serious as as they should. They see a girl, they see a brown girl, and they're like, ah, she doesn't know how to pour me a Corona. 
And it's, it's just kind of sad because she's probably the smartest, the youngest, and honestly, overall, the best customer service serving and bartending down. Yeah, Hands behind down the bar. Customer service and also, like, when it comes to, like, the classic knowledge, yeah. she is unstoppable. Yeah, and the way she like, reads people and knows yeah, how to no, adjust she the reads conversation, people than you know, it's like, you know, I'll put on a happy face if I don't want to, and she's so good at it that nobody even notices. So even if she, like, bullshits or, or half-asses it, which she never does, but even if she did, nobody would know. Uh, she's Everybody has their own thing. Brian's the, the calculated, quiet, yes, suave. No, you know, people ask him questions, and he just goes into detail about it, and they're like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know you knew that, or I didn't know I was getting a, a lesson. And then Joey's kind of, you know, aggressive, but not in a mean way, not, not on purpose. And he's more of the he's, – he's kind of like the backbone, the overseer – uh, the guy behind the curtains pulling all the strings, and if you have any kind of question about anything, you come to him. So they all play their own part. And then, you know, Rob is up till 7 a.m. making shrubs for drinks, and you're like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know yet. I'll let you know tomorrow. And then you come in tomorrow, and you have a drink, and you try it, and it's like the best thing ever. <laughs> and he tells yeah. people, he tells, you know, people that have come in here from Tennessee on vacation, like, hey, I just want a beer. And he's like, well, why don't you try this? And they're like, wow, I don't even know what this is. I'm going to put it on my Instagram and my Facebook, and uh, they all they all just have their own ways of, of getting noticed and getting this place recognized, as it should and as they should, because they're all just masters of the crafts, which I love. I love working with them and kind of seeing what they do behind this small little bar that people don't really know because it doesn't it's not advertised out front with a big neon sign. You know, it's right. kind of a it, this, you have to know. The hold itself is very hidden. Yeah, very. Um, it's a hidden gem. But like, we'll as a as yeah. a bar back, I can ask you this question because like, if you can appreciate what somebody is doing like bartender wise you're only getting like glimpses of that because yeah. you're focusing on your own thing bunch of shit so if you can see like somebody makes a funny comment and but still sells like two extra shots of tequila or something like that or what they're doing what makes them great that's pretty cool so like it's a unique perspective you know yeah you're 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 hands off and you're kind of in the shadows but you get to oversee in, in your own way if you want to learn you can uh, but if you kind of just want to like just be a just be a pedestrian. Just kind of get you know if you're having a bad day and you want to get some laughs, just just be behind the bar with Rob and see how yeah. he uh, introduces people when they walk in the door. Bear fight, bear fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, combo. I, I watched him the other day. <laughs> like these people were sitting over at the barrel over there, and it took him like a minute and a half to come up. And Rob's like, "Oh, you guys called ahead about the bear fights, right?" Yeah. And they're That's like, "How I met my girlfriend." They're like, "No, no, no, we it didn't." It builds relationships. He sold them like six shots of tequila. Between the six of them, of course. Yeah. But, like, I was like, damn, you turned that situation where they were just trying to get, like, maybe I'm going to stay here or not to now we're doing six shots. Tell my friends to come here. Yeah. You know, and he he, he has his own. In his own way. Yeah, his own, he, he's his, his own. His own he's definitely unique. He's um, very unique. I've yeah. seen his kitchen or his fridge at home, and it's it scares me. It's like a bunch of science projects that you don't know what it is. And if he tells you what it is, you'll be like, oh, I, I would never want that near me and then you know if you did a blind taste test you'd be like this is the best thing ever yeah he's just he's, he's such a like magi- he's like a magician slash i don't even know artist. the other day somebody told me it was vincent van gogh meets hunter s thompson and i was like <laughs> that is like a very <laughs> without cutting the ear off but he might cut his ear off tomorrow you never know you never rob know is very unpredictable ear shrub is rob paint it me and joey's uh one of our famous paintings in our house. Really? The smoke to post. What? It's, I might need Rob to do a portrait of me. It's going to take a while, but he will do it, and okay. he will, it will be fucking perfect. He's on his own time. 
Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. There's a lot I, of dogs at his house. He's, I, you know. I he, do know that he does not like to be called Sexy Rob, but shout no, out Sexy he, Rob. He does like Handsome Rob. He does like that. <laughs> handsome Rob. Um, he's just a big jokester. You know, he's, he's, he's very unserious, but in a serious way. Whereas you got somebody like Brian, who's very... Um, you know, soft spoken. Yeah, he's very James Bondish, and they all kind of come to. It's it's funny uh, taking part in their labs when they're all all the all the genius is in the same room, and you're like, should I be in this room? I feel like I should be paying a cover to be here, even when the place is shut down, because they're just sharing all these ideas and saying all these words, and you're like, what the hell are they do? Are they like are they creating another bar? Um, it's just the, the things they they come up with. It's, just on the fly is insane. Which, I mean, leads me to these bar competitions. Mm. So Tell fun. Tell me about these. So like, fun. What what goes into it? The planning, the execution, and what do you get out of it? All right, so I'll speak on two sides of this, right? So I'll speak on the positive and negative. Okay. So I'll start with the positive. Competitions are fun. They're inspire, they inspire creation. They inspire networking. Um... And done right are a lot of uh, it's, it's very fun. You know, it's, it's fun. Brands often sponsor them. Everything from Campari to Fernet to whatever. Um, honestly, that's kind of probably how I got this job. I, I won Angels MB a couple years back. Ooh. Believe it or not, Rob, Rob and I took first and second place in those competitions. Which, I believe which it. I, I believe it. That, <laughs> I believe it. I think that 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 early time in our our careers, like. That was the point where Rob and I knew we were really onto something when we took first and second place in a competition of ten bartenders, and we're just like, okay, well, we really, we really have something going here. Um, oh, Zeus got more salmon. Oh, dude, he's loving it. Speak Zeus. So we won Angels that year, and it was really special and different. Like the cocktails, I felt like we both made, and everyone in the competition made, were unbelievable. Um, and it was awesome. And then on the other side of competitions, you have like the very political, very, you know, things that we don't love here and things that we don't stand for. Um, Beta last year made the finals for Woodford Reserve National. And, uh, should have won. I feel like her, her cocktail was not interpreted correctly. Won. You know, and, 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 it's, it's, rigged. and it's, it was a, it was a, you know, rigged. It was different. And like, here in this place I'm always going to encourage my employees to take risks Mm -hmm. and that's what we fucking do and we'll die on that hill so like we're never going to like be not original we're never going to like conform we're never going to bow down to anybody and like that goes for brands guests whatever it is like anyone we're going to be us yeah and that's that's through and through our stance and, and we will never back down on that. Love that. Um, so, I don't know. Competitions in the future, I don't see myself competing probably in a very long time for any, probably never again unless there's a good reason to, um, which could happen, you know, charity, whatever, something like that. Um, but I really would love to, uh, like, I feel like Rob has been knocking on the door in second place. Second place in Angels. Second place in Fernet two years in a row. Mm, like, it's... <laughs> you can make Fernet good. And Rob, I mean, I he, he has a plan for this year. Sabrina, we're coming for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you owe us one. So, you know, I, I absolutely want to stand behind my staff and I want to encourage them to compete. So, there's been a little bit of 
discouragement in the past year, um, the past couple of years, but like that's with anything, you know, it's just politics, it's tough. Yeah. Um, if you're not from Tampa, you don't win. There's a very real, very real war. You know, mm. we, we don't talk about it. Like local competition. Are there national ones? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it starts local and goes national. Sadly, you okay. can't really get national unless you're like unless you win by the locals. The okay. thing is, it, it, you start local, right? Like a couple years ago, MIB, both my ex girlfriend and I, Sandra, went to Miami. Oh, yeah. Shout out Sandra. She was in the last podcast, too. There you go. She probably hates me. Um, anyway. Everybody gets you. We went to Miami, and I, I really feel like her cocktail was very well done. Like, she, she did a very awesome egg yolk, coke Americano, mushroom-infused gin cocktail that I thought was awesome. And the judges just kind of shit on her, one, for being from Tampa, and two, from, like, this is a political thing, you know? It's just like a, you know... And in their own way... They kind of like were like you're not going to make it in this city, and that uh, sucks because yeah. like a lot of love and thought and care and like difference went into that, and it's kind of haunted me ever since. So MIB is a sour taste in my mouth. MIB is most imaginative bartender, also Bombay Sapphire. Okay, I understand. Well, I mean, there's politics in every every industry, which is crazy. But actually, while we have him for a moment, Tim, yeah. uh-oh, <laughs> do you mind coming over here for a second? I'm in the spot. Sure, what's up there? Sit chair. We need your input. So, thank you for buying my beers earlier. Thank you. What do you like about the ship's hold? Like, we've talked about it. I want to get your perspective to see if it's all true. Um, <clears throat> the greatest thing about the ship's hold is you can get the one of the finest cocktails in downtown St. Pete. Or you can also enjoy like a phenomenal Natty Light on draft. We, we you cater to everybody, uh, to the everyday man, to me, such as Ed Hamilton, who was in the other day. Yep, I heard about trying that trying to one. find some of the, the best rooms in the world. You know, so it's nice that we can get both ends of the spectrum. Um, if anything, we'd like to try try to improve maybe on the food side of it. I mean, um, you guys have great food. Yep, we do. Um, if anything. It's kind of disheartening for some of the staff to make this incredible cocktail and have somebody get, like, mozzarella sticks with it sometimes, mm-hmm. extra ranch, you know. So if anything, we'd like to try to expand on the food side of things. We had a nice little foray into that. It's this, coming. Yeah, this past Monday, had a nice little cocktail and that. food tasting with a, a brand that decided to come in, on board, and it was, a, it was a nice experience for us to get our toes wet and see if we could swim in the deep end. So it was a nice little... Yeah. Yeah. chance of that so. so and then just like going forward in the future would you be interested in doing a for the ladies podcast podcast with you yeah oh of course yes. for the ladies though for the ladies of course it's, the it's only us ones that but matter. for the ladies yeah. <laughs> yeah we've spoken about doing that in the future and it'd be a good time Hell we yeah. talked earlier about national Talent day oh that's coming up so. yes so yeah no it's like I don't know. I just, like, have such an appreciation for you guys and what you do in the bar you built, the restaurant, and all that stuff. Like, not restaurant, but, like, the food. I came, I came on more towards the tail end, but it was nice to come on board and be a part of it by, by far. And, it, like, what it's at now is pretty pretty incredible. And where we're going. Yeah. And where you guys are going. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, can you name your uh, next next place, Nico's? No. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard no. Joey shook his head yes first. 
he just says yes to most things. He says first, yes first, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm no. I'm no. He, like, like, he doesn't years. like to disappoint. <laughs> I'll be the one to be like, no. <laughs> it's my backbone. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what he does. Um, sometimes I gotta pull him aside and be like, you have to say no. <laughs> He I mean, it's not a bad sure. name for Bar to be honest. With I mean, you. it's it's on the uh, broadcast side. He said yes, but it's okay. Um, do you have anything else to add? I'm good. That that's I feel good about it. Zeus thoughts. Zeus, what do you got? He's got two salmons in him. Yeah, now. you've had More like six, salmon. You've had twelve ounces of salmon. I didn't know that he had one before. <laughs> yeah, I brought the other one out. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to Four Ladies Podcast. Um, thank you to everybody: Tyler, Tim, yeah. Zeus, Joey, yeah. of course. Every. Uh, yeah. Bita, well, yeah, she wasn't Ryan in here. Rob, Ryan, Rob, everybody that was involved that we talked about. Kat McKenna, of course. Um, yeah, I miss her. We, lo- we all love Kat. But, yeah, so Joey and I are going to go get tattoos, and um, thank you guys for listening. All right, gang, well, thank you very much for listening to For the Ladies Podcast. It was a pleasure having you guys listen. I hope you enjoyed it. Wait, I don't even know why I still say that. I know you guys enjoyed it. Um, It was so much fun to talk to Joey. I hadn't talked to him in three years, of course. Um, But yeah, thank you to Joey, Tyler Capone, The Ships Hold for hosting. It was such a fun podcast. And um, again, this episode is dedicated to our friend Rooster. And, um, you know, may he rest in peace. So... Love you guys. I've got a really fun podcast coming up with T. Davis, who is a comedian and Army veteran. Um, We'll be recording soon, and uh, that's going to drop soon. So check out that podcast on the next episode of For the Ladies. But until then, love you guys. Thank you.